Welcome to the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. I'm Joe Fortenball and here's what we have in store for today's episode. In just under two minutes, we'll talk college football futures and sleepers with our friend Mark Lawrence. We'll follow that conversation with a National Football League win total I'm considering and then preview a fast approaching MLB trade deadline. But we begin with the National Basketball Association. The big news from over the weekend, Kyrie Irving wants out of Cleveland. LeBron James will not waive his no-trade clause. He's going to stay in Cleveland for the following year. Now, look, whether you believe that this is a conspiracy theory, these two are working together to get Irving out of Cleveland two years before his contract's up, or whether you believe there genuinely is some tension between Irving and LeBron James, the bottom line is this. They are a play against next season this is not a team you want to be invested on to win the eastern conference it's not a team you want to be invested on when it comes to winning the nba title just like in years past when you've been excited about lebron you need to do a pivot this season all good things come to an end james is going to the lakers in my estimation after this season and even if it's not the lakers he is as good as gone from cleveland you're seeing the trouble in paradise form now, and you're going to see more throughout the course of the season. In my opinion, LeBron James is laying the groundwork for his exit so he doesn't take the blame like he did last time when he went to Miami. Just my two cents, but as it pertains to the news from the weekend, avoid the Cleveland Cavaliers in all futures and all season win totals when it pertains to the over. As it pertains to the under, that could be a different story. Before we talk college football with Mark Lawrence, a reminder. Head to Covers.com and check out our Streak Survivor contents for... Before we talk college football with Mark Lawrence, a reminder, head over to Covers.com when you get a chance and check out our Streak Survivor contest for a chance to win $100,000. It's just one of several free Covers contests available on the website, and it's a fun and exciting way to make picks on games with a chance to win cash and cover swag. The Streak Survivor contest, check it out now at Covers.com. For some college football discussion, we go to the phones and welcome in Mark Lawrence, covers expert handicapper, who you can follow on Twitter at Mark Lawrence. Mark, good morning and thank you for your time. We'll jump right into it. The Washington Huskies caught some people by surprise last year on their run to the college football playoff. In 2017, which team has the best chance of being that surprise, that new version of the Washington Huskies? I think potential uh, sleepers this year, Joe, might include the likes of Oklahoma State out of the Big 12 Conference, uh, you're talking about a team that has a quarterback that threw for over 4,000 yards, a running back that ran for over 1,000, and a wide receiver that caught for over 1,000. A lot of offense there with Oklahoma State. They could be a sleeper team. I think also in the Southeast Conference, keep an eye on the Florida Gators this year. It's a football team that's going to have some solid quarterback play for the first time in a long, long time. Jim Echoing's defense is as good as any's in the Southeast Conference. Those would be two sleepers from major conferences that come right to the top of my head. Would you consider the Gators the biggest threat to Nick Saban in Alabama in the SEC? Well, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, it's a tough SEC, obviously, but uh, that's provided Florida gets past Georgia. It's a really, really going to be competitive East Division in the SEC this year. And while Alabama doesn't appear to have any likely threats looming, I think what's going to happen to Alabama is if they meet their Waterloo, it will become from the survivor in the East, that being either Florida or Georgia this year. When you take a look at the Big Ten Conference, stacked with talent, Urban Meyer at Ohio State, James Franklin at Penn State, and of course Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, those three teams, how do you power rank them at the current moment? 
Well, you have to put Ohio State right at the top of the list in the Big Ten Conference this year. They played more true freshmen last year than any team in the Big Ten did last year. That'll bode well for Urban Meyer this year. J.T. Barrett back for what would be his sixth season as a quarterback at Ohio State makes them the leading contender. Michigan was stripped by the NFL draft last year by graduation losses. They look a lot this year like Ohio State did last year, given the fact that they're awfully light on experience. And I think if one team bounces in the Big Ten this year, Penn State has all the attributes. It's a football team that caught fire like a snowball running downhill on an avalanche last year. Now they're on everybody's radar. A lot of paybacks in order for Penn State. I think they take a big step backward. In NFL circles, Sam Darnold, quarterback USC, is being much discussed as a potential number one pick should he come out after this season. Is it Darnold and USC all the way in the Pac-12 this year? They're going to have some competition this year. You know, they're really highly touted, and they should be. There's no question about that. They did a great job once Darnold took the starting reins over from Southern Cal last year. Uh, they went on to win nine straight games to end the season. He went 9-1 and one as a starter. But there's a lot of good competition in the Pac-10. Keep an eye out. A sleeper team this year would be Washington State. They're loaded this football season here. Luke Falk will be watching him playing in the National Football League on Sundays next year. Mike Leach loves his football team. I like the make of it of them as well. So there'll be some challenges here for USC, but also look out for Oregon. It's a football team with a new coach in Willie Taggart, who comes over with a lot of high-powered offense, and he brings a good defensive coordinator in. Oregon will be the upstart team in the Pac-12 this year. Mark, as we close out today's interview, are there any college football win totals that have caught your eye that you'd want to mention on the podcast? I could take a look at the Texas uh, Longhorns this year, Joe. It's a football team that, uh, under Tom Herman, they're going to be vastly improved. The foundation is there. Charlie Strong did a good recruiting job for this football program. They just couldn't put it together on the field. Herman is a master at X's and O's. And just this little tidbit here, there's only two FCS or FBS teams, I should say, uh, uh, that have playing against group of five power teams, these group of five power teams, only two of them on winning records against FBS teams. One of them was the Houston Cougars under Tom Herman. He never lost a football game. He was 5-0 and straight up into the spread against FBS teams this year. He'll take that to Texas with him this year as well. Follow him on Twitter at Mark Lawrence. Covers expert handicapper Mark Lawrence joining us here on the Sharp 600. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, Joe, as always, my pleasure. Best of luck this season. Mark, obviously very generous, giving us the Texas Longhorns season win total prediction. For more from Mark or for any of the other covers expert handicappers that you may be interested in checking out, we are giving you a free $30 if you use the promo code SHARP600. That's SHARP600 at CoversExperts.com, our gift to you. As promised, we move to the National Football League and a season win total I am eyeing this summer. Dallas Cowboys over under 9.5, over minus 120, under even, courtesy of the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas. Keep a very close eye on this team. The Cowboys have a brutal schedule this year compared to last. This is a first-place schedule that opens with a home date against the Giants and Eli Manning. Eli Manning owns the Giants in their own building and beat Dallas twice last season. That game's going to be followed with back-to-back road trips against Denver and Arizona, which spells bad news for Big D. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys started 0-3. I'm projecting 1-2. You've got a home date a couple weeks later against the Packers, 
road dates throughout the season against Atlanta, the Giants, the Raiders, and the Eagles, who are going to be much improved. Combine that with the fact that Ezekiel Elliott, star running back, is facing a short suspension at the beginning of the year that could be lengthened based on what happened in the Dallas nightclub recently, along with the fact that the Cowboys lost five starting defenders from last year and opposing defensive coordinators have had a year to study Dak Prescott tape to get ready for the phenom out of Mississippi State. I think Dallas walks into the season with a little bit of swagger. I think they get punched in the mouth early by going one and two at best over their opening three. I think the trouble steamrolls. I think Jason Garrett finds himself on the chopping block. And before you know it, the Cowboys fail to win nine games. They do not win the NFC East. And Jason Garrett is relieved of his duties by the end of the season. So a projection here early on the Sharp 600, under nine and a half wins for the Dallas Cowboys in 2017. For those of you who may be new to the podcast, looking to brush up a bit on season win totals, futures, different bets for different sports, check out the how to bet section of the website at covers.com. We recently launched it. It's a home base for new sports bettors and those looking to brush up on the basics. You can find explanations of the most common terms in sports betting, how they apply to your favorite sports and get advanced strategies and insight into how to bet on the biggest events of the season. That's the how to bet section of our website at covers.com. As we find ourselves less than a week from the 2017 MLB trade deadline, let me throw a team at you. The New York Yankees at 16 to one. Now, You know the Yankees can play. You've clearly seen Aaron Judge this season. But they find themselves two and a half back of the Red Sox at the beginning of the week. They have a run differential of plus 104. And don't be surprised if by the trade deadline, they happen to be the organization that makes the move to close the deal on Oakland A's pitcher Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray has come around in a big, big way over the last month of the season. He's made himself that much more valuable. He'd look real good in pinstripes. So to beat the close because I see this number improving after the deadline should the Yankees acquire Sonny Gray. I'm going to throw it out there now. Small play, New York Yankees at 16-1. to Well, that will do it for this episode of the Sharp 600. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in this week. We greatly appreciate it. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you don't mind. And we will be back later in the week with another installment. Best of luck, everyone.